Welcome back, everybody. It's Dina Calmetti here and Susan Davis with Jesus 24-7. And today we're going to continue in our End Times News Report Week in Review. And we have so much to talk about. Susan, I'm so excited to hear about the headlines today. Well, I don't think you're going to be disappointed because just like the weeks before us, this continues to be another wild and crazy week in the world of news that lines up with Bible prophecy from all over the world. And it's just incredible to watch the Bible unfold with such accuracy. It's, it's just mind-boggling how God just lays it all out in uh, various parts of the Bible, and we're just watching it unfold, and it just lines up with unbelievable accuracy. And it's astounding, but it's definitely an indication that we are in the end times. There's no question, no doubt about it, and it's rapid fire now. And so once we get into this program, you're going to see what I'm talking about. What we do here every week, for anybody who's just joining us for the first time, we take seven days and examine international headlines to see how they line up with the Bible and talk about it. Of course, we don't have time to go into enormous detail on each article, but because we can't, we do provide these articles over on our Facebook page end times news report and so you can head on over there and if you want you you will probably find these articles in more detail for information if you find something you want to read more about but we just don't have time to go into very much detail if we're going to cover all our bases and so we're going to look at things going on around the planet that really tie into what the Lord said and other prophets in the Bible said that we'd be seeing in these days. And so let's go ahead and get started because we've really got to do it. It's just, I mean, it's just hard to, well, actually, there's no way we could possibly cover all the news that lines up with the Bible. But we're going to take some of the high points. And so let's take Take a look. Now, this came off of MSN.com. It's very interesting because the headline reads, 90% of global population at risk, amplified heat waves and droughts threaten desiccating earth. And so this research conducted at Oxford School of Geography and featured in Nature Sustainability suggests that nearly everyone could experience severe impacts from extreme heat waves and droughts. The scientists point to the ecological threats like the reduced potential for atmospheric CO2 reduction in social issues such as widening social disparities. Okay, well, this is very interesting for them to come up with this conclusion because that's exactly what the Bible said would be happening. People would be thirsting which implies drought around the planet, there would be a lot of potentially terrible events around the planet, which is, you know, it it just, everything tracks with the Bible. You know, God foretold all this a long time ago, but they seem to conveniently ignore it. You know, you know what I'm saying, Dina? Oh, yeah, completely. I'm with you. Okay, so we had giant hail and damaging winds smash parts of Queensland in uh, Australia. And as we get into these reports today, I want people to note just 
all the things going on around the planet and the magnitude of these events. It's just really mind-boggling. But let's take a look. Here's another one. We had a cyclone Mishong. Sorry if I'm not pronouncing that right. Runway at Chennai Airport flooded as rain pound city and flights were affected. So flight operations at the Chennai Airport were affected due to heavy rains and flooding from the cyclone. And this was in India. And so they really got hit with a lot of activity there. Now, I'm going to move to this headline because I think this is interesting. It certainly lines up with the Bible. And, you know, let me just say this, Dina. It's not any one event that tracks with the Bible. It's the fact that everything is sort of coming together at once that the Bible said would. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's pretty cool to watch, you know, to watch all of these events come together right. you know in all of these different uh places of the bible it's it's pretty cool if you follow bible prophecy and perfect oh, yeah. timing he's always doing things in his perfect timing and that's what we're seeing right. with these uh, news articles right now lining up with his word yeah and it's not just rumors of wars and wars it's not just the waves roaring it's not just the mountains coming down. It's, it's not just the animals expiring everywhere. It's the fact that all of that is going on at once. And that makes this all very sobering. Like, wow, it's really happening. Okay, so and we really need to sit up and be paying attention. This next headline says World War Three has already begun as warning issued no chance of peace for decades. Well, (laughs) they better read their Bibles because, you know, I think we're closing in on the Lord's return. But in a sobering gathering of international experts at the Foreign Strategy Conference on UK, United Kingdom and global security scenario after the war between Russia and Ukraine in central London have dire warnings echoed through the halls as scholars and veterans dissected complexities of the ongoing conflict. And so basically what they said in this meeting, they had a lot of people there that were former Russian, I guess you could say members of Russian military and who had basically left Russia and were now negative on Russia, defected. But they're they're saying this is extremely serious, what's going on, and it's not going to end well. And their insights suggest that the war in Ukraine is not merely a regional dispute, but a harbinger of a much broader global conflict, one that has, according to some, already initiated the ominous specter of World War III. And a chilling narrative unfolded during the conference, which painted a picture of a world on a precipice where peace may remain elusive for decades to come. Well, according to these people. But my take on this is, okay, yes, I would agree with them to an extent, but if they follow the Bible... This is tracking right along with the Bible because we're moving into this war scenario and that's exactly what takes place after the removal of the church. The Antichrist is revealed and then the next big thing on the docket will be war. So all this is really pointing 
to exactly the Bible unfolding. It's just remarkable. Yeah, I have to agree with you as well, Susan. But what I find surprising about that is, and you know, I just want to say, when Russia went into Ukraine, I saw immediately the beginning stages of World War Three. Mm-hmm. You know, although they didn't say it at the time, mm-hmm. they're saying it now. But I find interesting right. that they did not mention Israel and mm-hmm. what's happening in Israel because right. that has the potential to pull in every nation around the world what's also surprising is about china and taiwan like Mm -hmm. there's talk right now that america could truly get involved in this war and we want to keep an eye on this year these next few months before Mm -hmm. the november u.s elections now i'm not making predictions I'm not, you know, being prophetic. I'm just watching the headlines. I'm watching the the political uh, circus in America. I guess that's what you can call it right now. The political circus, the chaos surrounding it. We have two of the same people going head to head, Trump and Biden, in November. That's what it's looking like right now, okay? Because Trump won Iowa, I think it's Iowa and New Hampshire, and then Biden, of course, you know. So will there be an election or will there be a war with America? Mm-hmm. So I guess we're just going to have to yeah. sit tight and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I mean, God can come at any time. There's no, you know, this has to happen or that have to has to happen for Jesus to come. He can come at any any moment and the clock is ticking right now especially when we look to israel and she's our prophetic time clock she's god's prophetic time clock and we see what's happening there we're literally on the precipice of war right and uh the last headline i gave you lines up with this one nato warns civilians in west to prepare for all-out war with russia there you go. And, uh, yeah, civilians in Western countries should prepare for an all-out war with Russia, according to Rob Bauer, the chairman of the NATO military committee. He notes that although the armed forces are ready for war, citizens of Western countries should also be prepared for a conflict that will require significant changes in their lives. We have to realize it's not a given that we are in peace, and that's why we NATO forces are preparing for conflict with Russia. But the discussion is much wider. It also is the industrial base, and the people have to understand they play a role. The NATO official also adds that Sweden did the right thing by calling on its population to prepare for war early January. It starts there, he says, the realization that not everything is planable and not everything is going to be hunky-dory. You know, I also want to mention that the London over there in the UK, they have made an announcement that the people need to prepare for war. And that means that they need to prepare for the fact that they're shorthanded on troops and that they will be looking to the civilians to step in and fill the gap. And that was just announced this week, by the way. So things are starting to look really serious, Dina. Yes, yes, it is. And like I said in a prior broadcast, people don't know these things. 
They're not paying attention. They're not watching the news. Right. So that's why for you guys who are our faithful and regular devoted listeners, please mm-hmm. share these videos. Share them oh, yeah. with your family and your friends yeah. and your coworkers because people don't know. They don't yeah. know. They literally have no idea. They're going about their lives. They're doing their thing. And they're not thinking about, they're especially not thinking about Jesus. And they're really not thinking about these things that are happening right now that at any moment, because Christ can come at any moment, it would change everything in their life. Literally. Literally. So, and it, and it is a fight between life and death. Because when that trumpet blows, when that happens, the, in the twinkling of an eye, we're gone. Planes will be mm-hmm. falling out of the sky. Mm-hmm. There will be driverless cars. There will be people that are Christians who drive and handle very dangerous machinery. They'll be taken from this earth. Jesus will take his beloved with him. And those things will be left, you know, just by themselves. And if there's anybody in the way that's not a Christian, you know, it, it, it hurts to think about it, that the unsaved and where they're going to be in that position when that happens. And so that's why it's so important to share these videos so that people know that today is the day of their salvation and to not wait any longer because time is literally running out. Right. Now, this next piece of information says German experts believe that an armed confrontation between Russia and NATO is likely. Such a scenario could unfold at any point. And then here's another headline from U.S. News and MSN. It says, don't threaten us. Russia issues chilling warning to the West. Russia's Sergei Lavrov issues a chilling warning, warning leaders not to threaten Russia about pushing the nuclear button. The foreign minister further says Vladimir Putin has never threatened to use a nuclear bomb. Well, I don't know about that, but we certainly are seeing Russia mounting up a bigger campaign. And I think one of the reasons that we're going to see more activity from Russia is that this war has made it to their soil, okay? And they see the West as the bad guy, you know, because we're funneling and channeling all sorts of funds and ammunition and everything else into the Ukraine, which is coming after Russia and hitting them right on their soil, right where they live. And it's affecting them, you know, it's affecting their economy, It's affecting the government situation between the government and the people. And like we mentioned last week, they're down to the people in some of the biggest cities, which includes Moscow and St. Petersburg, having 12 hours of heat or electricity and 12 hours off each day. So this is really hitting them where they live, Dina. Yes. And maybe it's a preparation for when he does go for an all-out war with the United States. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe he's preparing his civilization for that, his country for that. It's possible. It's possible. But um, you can't trust these people. You know, you have to watch every move they make. Okay, well, let's let's look at some other things going on around the world. We had heavy rains and a deadly landslide hit Mindano, Philippines. 
So they had severe flooding, landslides in uh, the Davao region of Philippines and have killed 15 people, injured five others, according to the country's National Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Council. Okay, so once again, we're seeing a lot of landslides right now. We talked about this continuously. We've got a Facebook page we call End Times Landslides. I'm telling you, the landslides are really increasing all over the planet. This is not a joke. This is real life. And the Bible said this would happen. The Bible said the mountains would come down. And that's exactly what we're witnessing. Along with that, we had a strong 6.4 earthquake hit Tonga. And I just want to say that we're seeing these earthquakes in diverse places. Just literally all over the planet, we're watching a lot of activity and the increase of the size of these earthquakes is also something to take note. It's really impressive what's going on. Now, we had winter storms across the whole United States. We mentioned last week that all 50 states had snow. The last I've heard, winter storms that caused over 40 deaths across nine U.S. states. We spoke recently about this unbelievable 7.6 earthquake that hit Japan, and I just want to mention that they had major coastal changes. I think the coast shifted 800 feet, and Japan was left with 15 ports unusable and 58 damaged. Well, Dina, that is a bunch of stuff going on. Is it not? Yes. That is a lot that has happened and very sad about the 40 deaths across the United States. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And when you start to see temperatures dropping like 30 below zero, I mean, even uh, minus 68 and minus 58 and things like that, you know, unfortunately, that you're going to see some fallout from that. I hate to say it, but that's just the way it works. It happened again. But up in Alaska, the interior of Alaska, they had a 5.3 earthquake hit them. Now, this is really something wild and crazy. There was video caught of these crystal chunks bursting through a road in China. Did you see this, Dina? No, I have not seen this yet. Oh, it's incredible. Like the tar of the road is poking up. And when you pull that off, it's a crystal, uh, some giant crystal coming out of the road. Only there's a lot of them. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this in my life. Okay, so that's apocalyptic right there. Well, that, yeah. That's not normal. No, no. A lot of things are normal now, right? True, uh, true story. Yeah. Definitely. It's definitely something very unusual. Okay, so then we also had a damaging 5.6 earthquake hit Cartago, Colombia. Now, Colombia is having a lot of activity with a lot of forest fires down there because they've had incredible heat. Now, it's hard for us to talk about that and understand it here in America because we've been hit with so much cold. But, yeah, they're having just the opposite. But, yeah, so they've got a lot of fire activity. But they also had this 5.6 earthquake. So right there in Colombia, a whole lot going on. And if you want to know another place where it's having a lot of activity, that's Indonesia. 
they had violent tornadoes wreaking havoc in Indonesian villages. This tornado caused severe damage in East Java, Indonesia, and a cyclone hit the villages of Waladono and Kangakring in the Bondawaso administrative district in this week. There are reports about eight people were injured, but I mean this tornado that ripped through there, the clip I saw was just fantastic. Now I want to tell you that literally only about 620 miles away in Indonesia from where this tornado was going on at East Java, West Sumatra was experiencing the eruption of Mount Merapi, which is the volcano there, and it was sending hot ash almost 8,000 feet in the air. Okay, if you want to know how much that is, Dina, that is ash going up into the atmosphere 1.51 miles. Can you feature that? That's crazy stuff. Oh, yeah, yes. And so this significant eruption occurred at Merapi Volcano this past week, producing large pyroclastic flow that reached about 1.2 miles from the summit. And so it caused a large ash cloud and panic, but they say there were no fatalities or injuries reported. So this is really interesting. I mean, one part of Indonesia is having storm and tornado, and another part is having a volcano erupt all within 600 miles of each other. Isn't that incredible? And I wonder how many uh, temples are spread out in that area, too. Oh, yeah, exactly. You nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Right. A lot of idol worship going on there. Okay, well, I don't know if you heard about this. I'll just mention it. Macy, you know, the big New York Macy store, they are going to slash 2,350 jobs and close five stores. So that's a pretty big deal in the world of retail. Yeah, with Macy's? Yeah. Yeah, right. I love Macy's. Oh, I know. I think anybody that's ever been to Macy's, you know, going to be sad about this. But this is definitely indicative of the hour we're in, this kind of thing going on. All right. Well, we had a devastating fire at a boarding school, and it killed at least 13 children. Now, this inferno broke out in a dormitory and ripped through the building in China this week. All the victims were at the school in central Henan province were pupils in the third grade these were third graders in a boarding school in china and that's pretty sad that's some devastating stuff right there oh yeah we're having tremendous amount of stories like this come through um we can't cover it all but you know we try to mention what we think is significant how about this one iran vows revenge on israel for strike that kills five guards in damascus well, I don't think it would take much for Iran to make a, a revenge vow against Israel at this point. Well, what's uh, interesting about that headline is the city Damascus. And where do we see that in the Bible? Isaiah chapter 17, verse 1, God says that it will become heap of ruin. It will be uninhabitable. So when you guys see the word Damascus... Iran, Israel, you know, sit up, take notice, because that is a part of prophecy as well. Well, what I've seen of Damascus lately, it's already looking like a heap of ruin, Dana. It it does, but it will be uninhabitable, which means that it'll 
no one will be able to live there. Now, there's still people kind of hanging out there, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how, but yeah, right. Yeah, I, I don't know how. It, it is. It's a mess. It is a total mess, and it's been a mess for a while. But I think it it's going to be uninhabitable. It'll reach that point. I did see a 6.1 earthquake hit the pagan region of the northern Mariana Islands. And so, again, like I said, uh, earthquakes in diverse places. Now, here's an interesting announcement made by the United Kingdom's Ministry of Defense They've reached a major milestone in testing of a military laser that can strike any visible aerial sea targets. Now, this is really interesting. We call them directed energy weapons. Um, has surged worldwide in recent years, including in the United States. But now the UK is calling this dragon fire laser isn't that interesting dragon fire but the weapon is precise enough to hit a target the size of a coin over one kilometer which is 0.6 miles in distance away and it's very inexpensive to use it costs no more than 12 dollars and 70 cents in usd per shot and so they plan to take this out and use this because they say it's a very efficient weapon and doesn't destroy anything more than the target that they're going after. Well, no surprise there. We've been completely aware of the uh, directed energy weapons and their uses, and I won't go any further than that, right, Dina? Yeah, yeah. We had very strong and shallow 7.0 earthquake hit Kyrgyzstan, China, border region this week and among all these other earthquakes and activities that we're experiencing all over the place and this one 39,000 people are estimated to have felt a very strong shaking 360 strong and 2 million moderately so that's a lot of uh, shaking going on there and in fact this is the fourth powerful quake within the last two days on the planet when that 7.2 hit China. Wow. Okay, that's a lot of activity. That is a lot of earthquake activity. But we also had uh, strong tremors felt in Delhi and the national capital region. So, wow, I what can I say? I mean, these things are going on everywhere. Now, back to China quickly. Uh, they had a landslide in southwest China's mountainous Yunnan province, burying 18 homes this week, leaving 47 people missing and forcing the evacuation of more than 500 other residents, according to the local government officials. So that's a pretty good-sized landslide, burying, like I said, 47 people in two villages and they had freezing temperatures at the same time. So this is a very bad time to have to go through that situation. So these things are catastrophic events going on around the world. We did see 1.5 million people coming out in the streets in Germany protesting against fascism in their government. And so that was a big, huge event. And we've seen a lot of things like this going on around the world. We also saw a 6.2 earthquake hit Southwest Indian Ridge, and we had a 6.5 earthquake hit the Amazonas 
in Brazil. And I do believe I mentioned landslides in Carmen D. at Pareto in Colombia, claiming at least 36 lives. Now, we're seeing flooding all over the planet. And I want to mention that this week, Louisiana got hit with flooding. Lots of it. And, you know, all the way into some of that New Orleans area. And let's see, let's take a look. Oh, we had mass casualty confirmed after a plane crash in northern Alberta. And this just happened. At least 10 people perished in the crash in Fort Smith Tuesday morning. At least one survivor was being treated for severe burns. But that is a huge amount of loss there in a plane crash. And we continue to see things like this all over the planet. Now, I mentioned earlier, Dina, about NATO and their discussion about entering into World War III. But this is another headline that says NATO is set to mobilize 90,000 soldiers for biggest drill since Cold War, rehearsing rapid U.S. deployment near Russia's borders. So NATO's launching the largest exercise since Cold War, rehearsing how U.S. troops could reinforce European allies in countries bordering Russia and on the alliance's eastern flank if a conflict were to flare up with a near-peer adversary. So we're seeing things like this, and it says more than 50 ships from aircraft carriers to destroyers will take part, as well as more than 80 fighter jets helicopters and drones and at least 1,100 combat vehicles, including 133 tanks and 533 infantry fighting vehicles. So a whole bunch of stuff going on there. I mean, this is just a lot of saber rattling between NATO and Russia and Russia's allies. What do you think, Dina? Oh, yeah. They're preparing, though. They're getting ready. They've been getting ready for a long time, but yeah, there's some saber rattling, but there's some truth behind it there. There's some real threats behind it, so. Absolutely, and so this is continues to be wars and rumors of wars. Now, we did have people buried in cars during freak avalanche in Colorado with over four feet of snow for some and more to come. So is that amazing? I mean, this is incredible. Uh, yeah. These people were completely buried under about 76 inches of snow. And this is uh, absolutely similar to what happened, I think it was China last week. There were people buried under an avalanche there, and they were trapped. There were 1,000 people trapped in an area they couldn't get out of because of an avalanche. I, it's it's amazing that all this is going on simultaneously. But again, if you want more information on that, just head on over to End Times Landslides on Facebook, and you'll see more. Now, I want to talk about End Times Floods, another page we have on Facebook, because you're going to see more information on things going on there. It's just going to be incredible. Please just go over there and check this out, because we're going to also put up our stories on what happened in Southern California this week. Unprecedented rainfall in San Diego causing historic flooding and power outages, and 
you know, other parts of Southern California, I think even near San Jose and some of that area. But Dina, I'm telling you, there was water up to rooftops and floating cars. This is just not normal. No, that's not normal. Absolutely not. And again, it's just, you know, what can I say? We're in the end times. Now, the nuclear agencies of the world, we call it, according to United Nations Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs, have released information here on, besides hundreds of thousands being without homes due to the floodwaters, millions more affected, according to the Voice of America. And this group, spokesman Jens Lark, said villages, schools, health facilities have been flooded and many water points and sanitation facilities are no longer functional. And we're talking about historic flooding in the area of the Congo, District Republic of Congo. We continue to talk about that area, but it is unreal. Historic river flooding pushes hundreds of thousands of people out of their homes. And the word is it's imperative that people move. They've got to get out of these regions because they're just totally flooded. Dina, I mentioned last week, I'll bring it up again, that 26 regions of Congo out of 26, 15 are completely flooded now. Is that unbelievable? That's unbelievable numbers. Yes. Now, Britain and Ireland got battered by a storm called Isha this week, killing two motorists and leaving many thousands without power. And the storm littered roads and railways with downed trees that created deadly hazards, blocked travel, disrupted morning commutes. And it's just the same kind of flooding we're seeing in other parts of the world. Thousands of people have been left without power uh, as the storm brought disruption to their electricity and transport networks. And it battered the UK with heavy rain and gusts of up to 99 miles per hour with the entire country subject to wind warnings and 45,000 customers without power. Now, I saw some of the clips of this, and it was wild. We're talking huge waves hitting their coastal region of the United Kingdom and Ireland. This is really not normal, but it is the waves roaring, as the Bible suggested. We also saw rogue waves crash into a U.S. military site in the Marshall Islands this week, destroying infrastructure and compelling residents towards emergency evacuation. And it was not a tsunami, but was driven by a combination of weather forces, wind, tidal cycles, and swell direction. Calamity of these waves coming in hit the one of the largest islands in the Republic of the Marshall Islands has really gotten a lot of uh, views on social media. But yeah, it's a very unusual situation, as are so many of these other things we've already been talking about today. But continue to see these things going on all over the planet. Did see a 6.3 earthquake hit Vanuatu with seven dead and 10 missing. And we had huge snow show up in Hakari, Turkey. They got 16 feet of snow. Can you believe that? That's a lot of snow in Turkey. Oh, yeah. 
That's a lot of snow. Last week, we talked about a giant sinkhole in Florida, somebody's yard, which continues to expand. But we also saw a large sinkhole open up in California after some of this flooding. If you want to know more about sinkholes and what's going on with that, we have a page called End Times Sinkholes. And it's really worth checking out because... These things are going on all over the place now, and uh, they continue to open up. So go over to that page and take a few minutes to look at that. We had flash floods in Mississippi and Austin, Texas, and just all over the southern part of the United States. And sadly, there are thousands who are still in shelters freezing weather after that 7.1 quake in western China. It also killed a lot of livestock. And so literally several hundred livestock were killed in that event. And if you want to know more about that sort of thing, we have a page called End Times Mass Animal Deaths. And you can check that out and see what's going on with that all over the whole planet. You know, Dina, I think we're out of time, but I do want to just say something about everything that's going on. Now, if you were to go through our last few shows, you would note that every week that we do this, there are major, major events going on. We're talking large-scale earthquakes, volcanoes, dumping ash all over the place. I didn't say too much about what's going on in Iceland up there in Grindavik, but that still continues to be a massive problem for them. The cracks in the ground continue to open up and ooze out lava and that is creating major havoc for infrastructure in Iceland right now. And all of these events are escalating each week. It's like we're not cutting a break. We continue to see major, major events all over the whole planet, whether it be floods, landslides, earthquakes, tornadoes. We've got a little bit of everything. We've got cyclones and all kinds of things going on. And we're not even in hurricane season. So I'm not sure what that's going to bring us. But these are literally birth pains going on. That's what you call this birth pains leading up to the return of the Lord. Once the church is removed, then tribulation begins. And we see the four horses of the apocalypse come up, which is the first four judgments of the 21 judgments that God issues over the whole planet during the tribulation period, which is seven years. And so those first four horses are going to be the revealing of the Antichrist. Number two is world war. Number three is famine and economic downturn. And number four is the pale horse, which is death, basically which would be plagues and that sort of thing. Now, what I want to say is everything that we're seeing right now is lining right up with what the Bible said. We're literally in the church age right now, and we're closing in on the end of the church age, about to see the Antichrist move into position after the church is removed. So if you want more details on all of what we're talking about, now we can read headlines and talk about that every week, 
but we also want to give you insight on the Bible and how it lines up with what we discuss here every week. And we have a, a great project for you to go through and check out, and that is called our Revelation for Beginners Bible Study video series. And we go through the 22 chapters of Revelation. We do it line by line, and we help you understand what is going on in the world around you today is all foretold in the Bible. And so if you go through that program with us, we do it. It's called Revelation for Beginners. And it's absolutely for anybody who has ever wanted to understand Revelation, but was fearful of doing it. And so no reason to be fearful anymore. We take you by the hand and we go through this and we make it as easy as possible for you to understand. And so I highly recommend that you take time to go through this Bible study. We're getting great feedback on it. And uh, no one should be in the dark about this section of the Bible because it's actually written for us today. So with that said, Dina, I think I'm going to turn it back over to you and just tell everybody thanks for showing up every week. We do appreciate you. Yes, Susan, thank you so much for saying that. And we appreciate you, my lady. We appreciate you for bringing us all of these headlines. So thank you, Susan, so much. Thank you to the listeners, the audience, all of our faithful subscribers. We love you so much. We appreciate you so much. And if you are new to this channel, or maybe you are a faithful listener and you want to know where else you can listen to these programs, well, we have them here on YouTube. So uh, we've got Susan's YouTube channel, which is Marriage Supper of the Lamb Ministries. We have mine, Dina Amelia Calmetta. We're also on Rumble. You can go to my channel there. Or we have uh, one just for Jesus 24-7 on Rumble. Go over there. Subscribe. Also, we're on BitChute. That's another uh, different platform that you can go to. There's lots of interesting videos there. And we're there too under Jesus 24-7. And... In case you uh, can't watch the videos, well, you can listen to us in podcast. And we're on Google, Apple, and Spotify. And we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Susan has a uh, very nice website with lots of resources. You can go there. Our videos are, our latest videos are listed there under Jesus 24-7. But she also has some books there that you can download for free, you know, and if you really want to help the ministry, you can go over to Amazon and, you know, and all proceeds go right back into the ministry and you could, uh, you know, purchase a, um, a book there in hard copy or, you know, in um, online, you can listen to it or you can read it online as well. But they are free. She's got a lot of free resources over there on her website and a lot of other things, um, uh, that you can learn about Jesus and our videos are full like you go over to her website um, and you'll see this but also on her YouTube channel she has specific playlists and so say for instance you want to hear about Revelation for beginners you can start from chapter one and go and watch the videos there or you want to see Daniel for beginners or you want to know more about the Bible or more about the rapture we just have so 
much information to give to you and it's all for free. So don't miss out. Share the videos. Like the videos. Beat this algorithm with us, you guys, so that more and more people can hear about Jesus. And is there anything I'm forgetting? I know there's got to be at least one thing I'm forgetting, Susan. Well, Dina, I just want to say thank you so much for all your hard work um, behind the scenes. And I want to put a plug in for another Facebook page that we have and we don't talk about very often is End Time Signs in the Skies. And I just checked on that page, and in the last 28 days, we had over 728,000 views. So I just want to ask people to join us over on that page. We're seeing all kinds of signs in the skies. We're seeing meteors. We're seeing just amazing things that you won't believe unless you go over there and check that out. There's a lot going on right now with that. So check that out, and we'd love to have you subscribe to that page. Yeah, you guys, subscribe. Go check it out. That is a really cool page to go and, and, uh, and look at the pictures and stuff. It truly is signs in the sky, just what Jesus said that we would see in these end days. So with all of that said, we want to hear from you. So leave your comments below this video. Tell us what you think. Tell us what's on your mind. We love reading your comments, and... I think that's it. So, Lord willing, we'll see you next week if the Lord happens to Terry. And we'll have lots and lots more headlines. All right, you guys. Thank you, Susan. Thank you to all of you again, once again. And we love you. God bless and stay safe.